Last night, the Lord began to deal with me and began to talk to me about this morning. And uh, I was reading over my notes for today, and he just kept telling me to go back and look at some notes I'd written down a couple of years ago. And uh, I began to read that, and um, confirmation after confirmation began to come. I'm going to give you some of that. And that song pretty much preached what I'm getting ready to tell you. The band, stay close. You, you can go down for a second, but be ready. If you don't care, stay right up here with me. I want to read you a couple of scriptures. I, 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 oh, help me, Lord. If you would remain standing just for the reading of a couple of verses. Isaiah 58 and 11 says this. The Lord will guide you always. Always. He will satisfy your needs in a sun-scorched land and will strengthen your frame. You will be like a well, a well-watered garden, like a spring Whose waters never fail. He's talking to you, church. And then listen to what Jesus says in John chapter 14, verse 27. Peace I leave with you. Not just any peace, my peace. It's Jesus talking. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives, do I give. And then he goes on and says, Let not your hearts be troubled. <laughs> Neither let it be afraid. Let not your heart be troubled. Don't let it be afraid. In Psalms 30, Verse 5 is a scripture you hear me quote quite often, but the Lord began to show me something this morning that I just never dawned on me. And he says, I'm going to start, he says, his favor is for life. Weeping may endure for the night. And you know, he says for a night, and you research that, that's kind of like a guest coming into a hotel and then they check out. Weeping, trouble, the adversary, the adversary, the pain, the heartache, the tribulation, the trial, the emotional distress, it may show up for a night, but it's got to check out because joy comes in the morning. You may be seated for just a couple of minutes. I don't know how long I'm going to let you sit there. Jesus said, or I'm sorry, the psalmist David said, His favor is for life. Now, I don't know if you've ever thought about that, but he said it's for life. How many of you are experiencing life right now? 
He said his favor is for life. Not for when you get to heaven, but it's for life. It's for living life right now. His favor's on your life if you know him for right now. Whatever you're facing, whatever you're going through, he says, my favor's on you for life. For life, for your life, for whatever's going on, for whatever trial, tribulation, whatever it is you're facing in life right now. He says, my favor's for that. My favor's on your life right now. My favor's on you. My favor wants to see you through. My favor is there. It never dawned on me that he's saying, you know what, Scott? That favor's for right here, right now, for how you're living, where you're living, where you're at. You are who I I say you are. My favor is on you. His favor is on you. And when his favor is on you, don't quit. Don't give up. Don't stop. David said, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. In other words, his favor is on you because his goodness and mercy is following you. So keep walking through it. Keep moving. Keep going. His favor is on you. You. You see, when you have a relationship with him, when you have a relationship, not an acquaintance, a relationship. And you see, this morning is all about restoring some relationship in the house. You see, I just sense that God wanted me to let somebody know this morning how blessed you are. I believe he wanted me to come in this house this morning to encourage some folks who've been living life. You've heard me say it a dozen times. Sometimes life is heaven and it's wonderful and you're jumping and shouting and having a good time. And sometimes life's hell. And those of you who right now you feel like life is hell, I'm here to encourage you this morning. Oh man, help me Lord Jesus. You see, when you're in relationship and you don't give up, You will acquire the peace of God in your life. When you don't give up and you don't stop and you keep moving through and you keep plowing through and you keep working, you will acquire the peace of God inside of you. You will have a peace that passes all understanding. You may not understand why the tide's rising. You may not understand why it's getting thick and heavy. You may not get it, but you will still have a peace while you're going through it if you don't stop, if you don't quit. And if you don't quit, mm, you're unstoppable. Keep plowing, keep moving, don't stop, keep going. You see, don't give in to the adversary. And if, if you will keep God number one, we've done a lesson a few Wednesday nights ago about godliness is profitable. And you, will, you, you keep God number one, his favor's for life. You keep God in priority, his favor's upon your life, for life, for the life you're living. For everything that comes in against you, for every flood that the adversary tries to bring in, he says, I'll raise a standard against him because you're walking in his favor for this life. In his favor. Wow. His peace will be on your life. And when you, oh my, when you have the peace of God, when you have the peace of God inside of your life, when you've got the peace of God rising up inside of you, and when the waters try to rise, when it's in your life, you will always have serenity in the middle of the storm. You will have calmness. 
In the midst of crisis, you'll have calmness. When the crisis is coming and you've got the peace of God, you have calmness. Oh, my. You, you, you will have assurance in the midst of affliction. Because you've got his promise. You've got his favor on your life. Does anybody besides me want his favor on my life? I want to walk in his favor. That way when the storm comes, when the affliction comes, when it comes rolling in, you'll have stillness in the, in the midst of the struggle. You, you will have courage in the midst of the challenge. You will have boldness in the midst of the battle, church. You will have the blessedness in the middle of the mess. Woo. Luke chapter 11, 28 says, Blessed are those who hear the word of God and put it into practice. And you're putting it into practice. You're blessed. And that's how you're going to walk. You're going to walk with that assurance. You're going to walk with that boldness. You're going to walk in that authority. God has placed you in a position. And he's given you authority over that flood that comes in. He's given you authority over that affliction that comes in. He's given you authority. But we've got to learn to walk in it. And his favor is upon you for this life. You're going to have composure in the middle of that calamity. I'll never forget standing at the, the, the head of the casket of my son. And some lady came up to me and said, it's okay to cry. I said, sister, I done cried enough. It's time to rejoice. I've got peace in the middle of it. I got calmness in the calamity. I've got this. God's got this. He's given me the strength. He's given the ability. He's been there. He's done it. We're here. We're standing. We're still rolling. You will have that composure. You you will have encouragement in the difficulty. Oh, come on. Any real folk in the house, you've been living life, and it's been difficult at times. It's been painful at times. Maybe you're right now, and you're going through hell right now. You're facing it. You feel like you're just alone back in the corner with a water gun. He'll give you calmness. He'll give you peace in the middle of it. He'll be right there for you. You, you, you will have a, uh, you'll have a tranquility in the midst of trouble that only comes from a relationship with Christ. It's that peace that is inside of you. You will have endurance right in the middle of adversity. You'll have the endurance to keep walking through, as David said, to keep plowing through. You will have the endurance. You will know that he's in control in the middle of all the commotion. You will have the courage. When life throws you the detour, you'll have the courage to walk through the detour and to keep moving. You will have the inspiration in the midst of the impossible. I had a brother tell me this week, well, I I knew that was coming and here's what's coming after. Here's what's going to happen. Here's what's going to take place. I said, hold up, wait a minute. We putting a little love in it. 
No, it is not. Because here's what the Word of God says. Here's what He promises. And this is who we are. That will not happen. And that will not happen. Because we're walking in victory. He will give you the boldness to stand up, to speak, and proclaim the Word. But you got to have the Word and the promises in you before they can come out of you. If you don't know what He says about that situation, you can never proclaim what He's saying about that situation. So get the Word in you. If you want that favor on life, get the word in you. You gotta have it in you. You got to have the word in you. You see, you, you, when you got the word in you, you're gonna have a refuge in the midst of that danger. You're gonna have that refuge. You, you, you're gonna. This one's tough for me. You'll have that patience when you're looking at the impossible. You, 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 you'll look at it. And see the problem, but you'll be able to stand, square your shoulders, and know where your help comes from. You'll know where he's going to come in from. You don't know how, you don't know when, you don't know when it's going to take place, but it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Mm. You'll have support in the midst of that suffering because Holy Spirit will rise up inside of you. And see, when you get the word in you, God's going to connect you with folk. And that's one reason we need each other. And you've heard me saying this is not a country club. This is not a social club. This is a place where we come together because when I'm back into the corner and I know that God's got me and I know that he's going to do it, but there comes a time when I need a Holy Ghost tag team partner and I call Mr. Roy and I tag up with him say, come on, brother. And he jumps in the fight with me and he gets in there with me. We need one another in the midst of the storm. But he says, my favor, my favor. He, I don't think any of y'all with me this morning. I'm feeling a preach. My wife sent me a text this morning and said, you are who God says you are. And then she followed it and said, preach like your britches on fire. So when she gets here in a little bit with the youth, they've encountered God all weekend. They're fired up. we got 16 of them to be here in just a little bit. And these kids have had their world rocked from everything from sex to the power of the Holy Ghost. And they are fired. And I'm trying to bring it, and God's trying to bring it in here because, as Mr. Roy said yesterday, God started the fire in them, and we got to keep it going in them. And if you're not walking with that favor, oh, you're not walking in the blessing, you can't do it. You're walking defeated, you can't do it. And God is here this morning to encourage you. That's all this morning's about. He wants to encourage. He wants encouragement to come. That no matter what you're facing, no matter where you're at, He is there. You see, He'll even give you long-suffering in the midst of the trial. He'll give it to you. You will have hope in the midst of the hardship. Because He says, my favor is on life, is on your life. You can walk in it. You can have it. But if you don't know it, how can you have it? Can I get an amen? Amen. You can't have it. You see, when trouble is all around, he will give you the courage to stand up. He'll give you that courage. He'll give you what you need to be able to stand in the midst of it. 
In John chapter 16, verse 33, he says, In me you may have peace. In the, you may have peace. In me you're going to have peace. You may have peace if you're walking with me, if you know me, if you have that relationship. You may have it. You're going to have it. But if you're not walking in relationship, you can't know peace. And then he goes on to say, in the world, you're going to have tribulations. And then comes my favorite word, but. But. And when he says but, you can forget what he just said. He says, but, take heart, I've overcome the world. He says, yeah, it's going to happen. But if you know me and you have a relationship, but listen to this. That's true, and that's going to happen, but. But take heart. I'm here to tell somebody this morning, take heart. Take heart. I don't know what you're facing. I don't know what you're going through. Take heart. Take heart. Because his favor, his peace is upon your life if you will but receive it. If you but will walk in it. If, what am I telling you? Don't give up. Why? Because uh, Exodus 15 and 2 says, The Lord is my strength and my song. He has given me victory. This is my God, and I will praise Him. He has given me victory. He's given you victory if you walk in it. It's there for you. Take heart. Take heart in the midst of the struggle. Take heart in the midst of the pain. You have victory. It's yours, church. It's yours for the taking. You have victory. Boy, I know I'm preaching the right thing today. You know, one thing that I've been praying against, and I told the, the prayer t- uh, in our prayer meeting yesterday morning, I think it was, I've been coming against that lethargic and complacent spirit that the adversary has tried to put on the people of God. In other words, I'm saying God... Put briars in their britches, and every time they sit down, mm-hmm, you got to get up. I know the adversary is everywhere today, and I know the worker of iniquity is trying to place complacency and keep you broke, busted, and disgusted to keep you mentally and emotionally tore up from the floor up. And he's trying to hold you captive and he's trying to keep you oppressed. He's kind of trying to keep you depressed. And some of you need to do like we said last Sunday and tear the roof off of it. Some of you walked out of here thinking you tore the roof off of it and you went to sitting outside again sipping coffee. And God is saying today, I want to bless you. I want you to walk in favor. My favor's upon your life. My peace is there for you. But you've got to walk in it. You've got to do your part. You've got to do it. I know that everywhere you turn, he's seeking you and he's bringing trouble out. But never, 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 don't give up. Don't quit. Don't throw in the towel. Don't throw it in. Don't give up. When the troubles and the hurt seem to be too much, you've tried to hide it, you've tried to bury it. You've tried to put it under everything 
and get involved with anything and everything you can. Don't give up. Don't give up. Here's why. Jesus says in John 6, 63, the spirit, the pneuma, the, the, the breath that gives life, the spirit gives life, the, mm, the flesh counts as nothing. The words I have spoken to you are spirit and they are life. The word that he's speaking to you, the words that are in this book, the rook, the breath of God is life and it brings life. You may feel like you're buried, you're going to the grave, you're in the corner, but there is life in the breath of God. There's life in the word of God. His word is life. It is life into your spirits. That word pneuma, that, that, it's the same spirit and breath. It, it's interchangeable. It's from Genesis chapter 1. It's the same that, that, that hovered over the earth. And this word means breath, that ruach, the breath of God. His breath is the energy. Mm. His breath created everything. He spoke us into existence. He spoke this world into existence. He spoke light. He said, let there be light. And everything needed to create light just showed up and there it was. And the same God that did that wants to breathe into your life this morning. He wants to breathe. He wants to breathe favor into you. He wants to breathe life where it seems dead, where it seems like life has taken and beaten you up. He wants to breathe life into you. He wants you to know that you are blessed this morning. That it's for this life. It's not just for eternity to keep you out of hell. It's for this life. When you're facing it and you're going through it, it's for now. Wow. So in the midst of everything, you don't need me to give you an inspiring word about God. We need the inspired presence of God. You need the inspired presence of God's Spirit breathing life into us. Just because I'm pastor doesn't mean I don't face life too. We need the presence of God. Want you to know this morning that with relationship with Him comes all the blessings and favor for life right now. And He will walk with you. You see, I, if I have to understand God, oh my, before I can experience God, then God's no bigger than my human mind. If I think i got to be able to figure this thing out. I mean, I've been in ministry since 99. I can't do the math. You do it. And I don't have it figured out. I went to see my pastor friend that's on his deathbed yesterday in Dayton. And he would come in and out. Pastor Jewel. And he said, Scott, son, God's still moving and revealing. I don't have it figured out either. And I thank God that I don't have to figure it out. 
Because I can't limit God. God's already in tomorrow. He knows what your tomorrow holds. It doesn't catch him by surprise what happens. He's already there. He knows you just got to walk in the knowing the presence of God is on your life. His hand is upon you and His favor wants to flow through you. But you've got to walk in relationship with Him. And when you walk in relationship with Him, you will pass through this life knowing, having a peace that passes all understanding. You see, I need more than just my own human effort. i got to have more. I need the breath. I need the ruch. I need the wind to blow through my household. I need it to blow through the ministry. I need it to blow through this house. I'm believing for that same wind that blew in Acts chapter 2 to cover this house. Don't give up. Don't quit. Let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your heart. For as members of one body, you are called to live in peace. Colossians 3.15 Let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your heart. And when you're walking in the favor and you're walking in friendship with God, you can let that peace rule no matter what you're facing. His peace wants to rule. Zechariah chapter 4. Verse 6, and I'm getting ready to wrap up, man. If you'll come on up here. We quote this verse so often. We quote this verse, and we quote this verse. (laughs) And I'm ready to quote it. And see it in action. We can quote it, but until we walk it and let it, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord Almighty. In other words, not by your might. Not by anything you can do. And I'll tell you guys, I know each and every one of you are all that in a bag of chips. You got it going on. I know that. I get it. You are. You are. 95% of you are absolutely beautiful. And I'll let you figure out the 5%. I've seen some wives elbowing some husbands. But until you walk... In the Spirit of God. Until you take His hand and you say, Lead me, Lord, I will follow. Until you make the commitment to walk in relationship. You see, I don't want to be like the churches in Revelations where, where He says, I have this against you. And I love it when He's talking to the church of Ephesus and He follows it up and says, If you go back and do what you did at first, then you can walk by my spirit. But you got to go back and do what you did at first. In other words, you got to go back and say, Lord, here I am. 
I'm sure one mess, but I love you and I'm sorry. I've put myself, I'm sorry. I've walked away. I'm sorry I've done this. God, I need you and I need you now. And he's going to show up and he's going to give you the peace. He's going to give you what you need to get through this life. Paul says in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 8, he says, Be filled with the Spirit. Be filled with the Spirit. The Spirit of God. And when you've got the Spirit of God inside of you, you recognize weeping may come for the night, but it's got to check out in the morning because joy is showing up. You recognize and you can square your shoulders and you can say, yea, though I'm walking through, yea, though the weeping is happening right now, I know that my Redeemer, my joy is showing up in the morning. Never give up, folks. Never, ever give up. Greater is He. Greater. Romans chapter 8, verse 11 says, The Spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. If you are in a relationship with Christ, the Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is inside of you. And you too can face whatever comes your way. Ooh. He, the same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, He will give life to your mortal bodies by this same Spirit living in you. Let's try it this way. The same spirit that was in Christ will be in you and bring life. Will bring life. Will bring life to this mortal body. What am I telling you this morning? Live. Come to life. Go do your first works. And watch the life of Christ come alive inside of you. The same spirit that raised Christ from the dead is available to you. Live. Never give up. Allow his presence, allow his breath this morning to revive you. Those of you that life has hit like a ton of bricks. Let his spirit come upon you. You know, I believe wholeheartedly this morning. Some of you just need to stand up and square your shoulders and take a big, deep breath of the ruh inside of you. Take a big, deep breath of the breath of God that he's trying and wanting to breathe inside of you. Be encouraged today because the same spirit that raised Christ is in you. Don't give up. I love it when the psalmist David wrote in, in chapter 30 and said, Lord, I cried out to you and you heard me and restored. And he'll do the same for you today. He'll do the same for you 
Because he says his favor is for life. His favor is to bring life into you right now. Be encouraged today. Stand with me as we close in prayer. Father, right now, I'm done. I've delivered what you gave me to deliver. And Father, right now, I come against every lie that's been spoken to every person in this house. I command that lie to be silenced now in the name of Jesus. I speak freedom in this house. I speak freedom from fear. I speak deliverance. I speak chains broken that they will begin to walk in your favor upon life right now. Not hoping for it, but believing it right now is upon them. I speak right now the lie of the enemy to be silenced, that they will go back and do their first works, those that need to, and accept the promises that God has for them and begin to walk in the newness of life that he gives.